Welcome back to the Crunch Time Podcast. The NFL Draft just happened, and we need an episode of Jack and JW's Breakdown. This is the Draft Breakdown. JW, what's going on? You know, yeah, it was a good draft, all virtual. And so first, I think we're going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Jack, how did you think that they drafted? So I think I think it was an interesting draft from them. Um, I like some of their later picks. Um, their seventh rounder especially, I think, could turn into a surprise guy, Anno Benjamin. So running back out of Arizona State, I watched a couple of the Arizona State games to see how their coach would do. Um, he was the ESPN guy. What's his face? Herm Edwards. Yeah, I see how Herm Edwards would do back as a coach. And their running back surprised me, so I think that's good, especially with Kenyon Drake only having a year left um, on his contract. Um, fourth rounder, Rashad Lawrence out of LSU. He was an interior line beast, played really well towards the end of the season. Um, I think they had some good late picks. I don't think they did – super well early, and so because of that, I'm going to give him a B. Yeah, I think the first pick, Isaiah Simmons, he's just an amazing athlete, and I hope that their coaches can utilize him well, and if I can, that can be a great steal at number eight. And then at the end, as you said, Enzo Benjamin, he's a really good player, but I think in the middle, besides – the defensive tackle from Utah, Leahy Fotu, I don't think they drafted super well in the middle ground, but I think late and early they did pretty good. I'm going to give them a B plus. All right. Okay, so next on to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, what were your thoughts with their draft? Um. You know, I think I'm not seeing any names that just jump off the page at me. Um, their first round pick, um, the cornerback from Clemson, AJ Terrell or Terrell, I re- he was he was a pretty good corner this year. I I thought he was good, but other than that, nothing really jumping off the page at me. And especially for a team that was just god awful on defense this year. Um, they did draft a lot of defensive players, so I guess they were suiting their needs. So because of that, I'll give them a B minus, but the names aren't really popping for me. Yeah, I feel like they kind of had a reach with AJ Terrell at corner. I think they could have traded down if that was the guy they wanted to get. But also, they really had a need at like a defensive end outside linebacker edge rusher, and they just didn't fill that. And it seemed like corner was not as big of a need for their team. And maybe they could have gone with a different guy. So that's why I'm going to give them a B minus as well. So they did take an edge guy out of Auburn in their second round, Marlon Davidson. But, I mean, I saw... More of an interior guy. Yeah, no, I saw even that. I saw him play and he didn't surprise me. He didn't look like a second round pick to me, so... Yeah. That might be another an issue for them again this year. Yeah. So next, Baltimore, 14-2, but couldn't do well in the playoffs. How did you think they went? So who did they have to trade to get up to this spot? Um, when the, in their second round, I think they traded with the, uh, the Packers to get up, or no, with New England to get up to get J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, um, J.K. Dobbins. So, as someone who is a fan of a team in the Big Ten, J.K. Dobbins played at a rival college. I'm a Michigan fan. J.K. Dobbins went to the Ohio State University. And I did not like him because he was an Ohio State player, and I liked him even less because he was really good. I think that is a good pick for them. I really just don't see it as a need for them, though. They have Lamar Jackson, who is – he's a quarterback, but he can also run the ball. They have Mark Ingram, who is a great running back, probably top-tier, A-tier running back. So 
I don't see why you're taking a running back, but it it was a very good pick. I like that guy. Um, third round pick, Devin Duvernay went to Texas. He was very good, very solid. It's kind of overshadowed by Colin Johnson for most of the year, but he was a solid wide receiver and made some big plays when they played Oklahoma, made some big plays throughout the year. So I think that's a good pick as well. Yeah, I would agree with you. J.K. Dobbins doesn't seem like a need to them, though they could fear that Mark Ingram has some tread on the tires and he's getting kind of old for a, a power running back. And so they might want you know some more depth at that position. But I do like their pick, Patrick Queen. He was, I think, one of the best players available when they got him at 28. And I think all in all, they got just good players. Um, and they really drafted, you know, best player on the board because they didn't really have a ton of needs. Their team is all well, very well-rounded. So I like what they did. I'm giving them a few plus. Um, one, I'm just going to give a shout out to a Michigan player as a Michigan fan, Ben Bredesen. He was a guard and especially when they were doing some more power running and not as much spread offense like last year, not this year. Um, he was solid. He, he's a guy who can get a good push. Um, so I think that it could be a solid pick. Yeah. Okay. So next you have... Buffalo, 10-6, made the playoffs. They seem right now like the top team to beat in the AFC East. Uh, what did you think of their draft? So the pick that sticks out to me here is Jake Fromm. He's um quarterback from Georgia. He played well in college. like Not a bad college career by any means. Just happened to be playing at the same time as Tua and Joe Burrow. And so doesn't really have any accomplishments to his name other than they did make the college football playoff at one point um but buffalo's got josh allen they have an up-and-coming quarterback who's good who's kind of got them set so i'm wondering why they would take a quarterback there especially in those middle rounds um i just don't see the need for that position yeah, I agree with you, Jake Fromm. He just doesn't seem like the type of quarterback that would do well in Buffalo. He doesn't have a big arm. He can't really sling it, you know, in the snow in Buffalo. When it's snowing and it's cold outside, he just seems like a fair-weather dome quarterback. And also their first-round pick, A.J. Estenza, the defensive end out of Iowa. I just didn't think that was a good pick. I felt like they were solid on defense and they could have gone for a wide receiver in the second round because there were a ton of good wide receivers available and they don't really have another guy besides um, they made that trade with the Vikings for Stephon Diggs, but they don't really have a clear-cut number two wide receiver and I think they could have done better going there. Um, I'm going to give them a um, minus. Um, I'm going to say that um, I think they traded their first-round pick. A.J. Spenza, I think, was a second-round guy, but I agree with you. Um, wide receiver was a big slot to fill. They have Stephon Diggs. Oh, shoot. They had – oh, no. A.J. Brown was on the Titans. They had another guy with, like, like another – they had a good receiver, like a good rookie receiver there, but I – Oh, shoot, I'm forgetting his name. Anyway, I think, but they did need to bolster that wide receiver position, and I don't think they got it done in this draft class. So I'm going to go with the, other than that, though, it looks good. I'll give it a solid B. Okay, up next, Carolina. They went all defense, just all, seven picks, seven defenders. What would you think of their draft? Ooh, that is – yeah, I'm looking at it now. That is very heavy on the defense. Um, So I think I think that's interesting. I think they also needed some offense this year. But um, their first two picks are solid – going to be solid guys. 
There are also durable guys, um, Derek Brown and Yeter Gross Matos. You can see you'll see those guys stick around for eight years. Um, I think those are two good first picks, but other than that, I think it was just a just a solid draft. So I'll go B plus. Yeah, I would agree with you. First two picks, Derek Brown, Yeter Gross Matos, two. Big upfront players who are gonna play right away and can get you physicality up front, and they will be set in the defensive line for a while. But I feel like in the later rounds, they could have gone on another wide receiver for Teddy Bridgewater to throw to, or an offensive lineman because they are in desperate need of some depth there. They really have had a lot of injuries over the past few years at O-line. But honestly, I think this is a good draft. They knew what they needed to fix defensive line. They don't have really anyone good on the defensive line after Jabril Pepper, or, uh, Julius Peppers retired last year. And now Luke Keekley, so if you're retired, they need to reload the defense. And I think next year they're going to focus more on offense. Shout out my Michigan boy, Jabril Peppers. And then so uh, next up, Chicago. They traded their first round pick. But uh, what did you think of their draft? So I'm, I'm liking a lot of what I'm seeing here. I think they assessed their needs. I think they got Mitch Trubitsky some targets to throw to which he was in desperate need of. Um, and I also think they bolstered some of the defensive positions that needed some help. I mean, um, they had, in the secondary last year, they had Prince Amakamura, who is pretty good, but he's he's getting up there. He's aging. Um, and so I think they did need to bolster that position, and they got that done, which was good. Um, I... I like this draft class. I'm going to give it a A minus. Yeah, I really like what they did with the Jalen Johnson pick out of Utah. He was a stud, and I think he could be a great cornerback for them in that really good defense. I think the Cole Komet pick tied in from Notre Dame uh, early in the second round. I just feel like they could have gone elsewhere. They could have gone for offensive line or for another wide receiver to go with Allen Robinson, or maybe for, you know, another safety. But other than that, I think they did a good job kind of just getting some depth and filling their needs. So I'm going to give this one another B+. Next up, they had the number one pick in the draft, the Cincinnati Bengals. How do you think they did? Please refer to them as the Bungles. Um, wow. It Looking at this draft, you can see it pays to pick first. Joe Burrow will be there as long as he doesn't demand a trade, and I don't think he will. I think he will be a weapon for them for a while. T. Higgins, I thought he should have gone in the first round. He had three really, really good seasons at Clemson. Helped him win a... Think he was a major player in two of their national championships. Um, honestly, um, I like the linebacker picks. Vontez Burflict Burfict is not going to be there much longer. He's been around for a long time, and if he wasn't dead after Juju Smith Schuster hit him, he's going he's going to be dead from the league in a couple years. So that's a good pick. Overall, I love this draft class. I'm going to give them an A. I think it was a great draft. Yeah, I agree with you. Great draft, especially first round, second round, Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. That's going to be a deadly combination for a long time, especially if T. Higgins can learn from, you know, some of the great wide receivers for the Bengals like A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd. But I feel like with the third round selection, Logan Wilson, I'm not a huge fan of it. I feel like they could have gone elsewhere on offensive line. They just, I mean, uh, 
Andy Dalton, he's getting killed back there. And I think they need another O-lineman. I feel like they could have gone with Josh Jones, who ultimately went in the third to Arizona. So I feel like that would have been a better pick right there for them. But all in all, really great draft. I'm going to give it an A on to the Cleveland Browns. Um. I'm not looking at um, all their picks right now, but if I remember correctly, they had a pretty good draft. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So, um, start with their first round pick. They did need um, offensive line, and they got it. Jedrick Wills, a tackle out of Alabama. He was very, very, very solid this year and last year. I think that's a good pick. Grant Delpit was locked down for most of the year. Um, and their sixth-round pick, they think they traded their seventh-round pick, but their sixth-round pick is someone that I watched out of Michigan who has blazing speed, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think he could turn into a Ted Ginn Jr. type with um, just kind of like a Deshaun Jackson where he just runs downfield and it's a foot race. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Jedrick Wills, he might have not as much upside as some of the top tackles in this draft, but I think he's the most pro-ready one. He's got one of the best pass protects of any tackles in this draft. Grant Delpit, great pick, one of the best players on the board at that time, and he can just lock people down. And then, as you said at the end, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, he might not be the most pro-ready or have a big route tree. But in the later rounds, you got to pick guys who are, you know, going to make an impact in the speed. It can, you can make an impact on offense and special teams, which is what I like about kind of some of these picks in the later rounds. So on to the Dallas Cowboys drafting from the boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Jerry, Jones, Jerry I love it. Flex. I love it. Um, Jerry Jerry World has stopped becoming AT&T Stadium and has started becoming a boat in the Gulf of Mexico. This, this is a good draft class. Um I'm going to key in on a couple picks. Um CD Lamb. This was one of the best receivers coming out of this draft. Um he has great speed, great hands. I think set the record like season like single game yards record for the Big Twelve three times in like four weeks. You know that's not so tough to do on Big Twelve defenses. It's not, but he was he's been really good for the last two years. He's a nightmare to cover. I like that pick. Center out of Wisconsin in the fourth round, Tyler Biotish. He that is a very good pick as well. He is easily a three hundred pound guy. Great push. Um, Jonathan. He had Jonathan Taylor behind him, but if you look at those, if you look at Wisconsin games, even when they're playing um good defenses, you can see that there is just a giant hole in the middle of the field where Tyler Biotish was. So I like that pick a lot. Um, this is one of the better draft classes. I'm going to give it an A-. minus. I like this draft class a lot. Yeah, I really like this draft class too. C.D. Lamb, he was clearly the best player available. Um, they already have Amari Cooper, but I think you stick to your draft philosophy and take the best player on the board. And C.D. Lamb was clearly that. And then Trevon Diggs, the corner from Alabama, he's been covering tons of SEC dudes his whole career. And he, he might not be able to lock people down with elite speed like some guys do, but he's very physical. And uh, Tyler is from Wisconsin, as you said, great run blocker. He can move over to any of the guard spots because he does bring a lot of physicality. And then Bradley and I, the defensive end from Utah, can be a great role player for them. And then I like seventh round going with a quarterback at the James, James Madison, Ben Danuki, 
uh, he could be, you know, step in if the trick, if the contract talks with Dak Prescott don't really work out. So you know when you're like, at, like you're at a bar and there's something on the TV and you're just not gonna change it. So at one point in time, that was the I think it was like F like the FCS championships. And James Madison was playing. I actually, I actually got to watch um, Ben DiNucci throw the ball a bit, and um, I the arm isn't great, but he does have good intelligence. He does have good awareness. Um, so I I think he could develop actually quite well. As sounds like Dak Prescott, not great arm, kind of smart. Okay, next up. You know what Dak Prescott? You know what Dak Prescott doesn't do? Break down the defenses in the post game conferences. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Denver. How do you like him? Ooh. So, Jerry Judy is. He's just. If you haven't heard his name before, and you follow sports. You have been living under the sports rock. He is he is the fastest guy in this draft easily. Good hands, good routes. I like that pick a lot. I'm surprised he actually fell to 15. Um, other than that, I think they did a good job of filling their needs. KJ Hamler, he's another impact wide receiver. Really good. He's got good speed, can do special teams as well, so can Judy. Um, good hands. The routes are a little iffy with Hamler, but in college it didn't really matter because he'd just burn all of the corners. Don't think I think that could be a point of focus in the NFL. But, yeah, no, I think this was, a again, a solid draft. Yeah, I would agree with you. Jerry, Judy, great player. He can turn into it. He's number one wide receiver, and then you can move KJ Hamler inside to the slot with that blazing speed. But I think the one player that really, I mean, one of the greatest picks in this draft, Lloyd Cushenberry, the third from LSU. I mean, going to shore up that center position on the offensive line. And what a last name, Cushenberry. Yeah, he definitely goes on the um all name draft team. All time names. Okay, next up, the Detroit Lions in Motown. Oh boy, they, you know, they looked good starting the year, and then they blew it. They end. They started two one and one and ended three twelve and one. That sound about right. Yeah, I think so. All right, so I'm not going to say we called this one, but on a previous episode of the podcast, we said that instead of stretching for a two at three, the Lions could take Jeff Okuda, and what happened? They took Jeff Okuda. I like that pick. Like their second-round pick, DeAndre Swift, running back out of Georgia. It's a good pick. Um, Fifth-round, Quintez Cephas. He can move into a tight end slot. He's a big physical guy out of Wisconsin, can block pretty well as well. I like that. Um, They did a good job of shoring up the offensive and defensive line, which were big um, points of need. And so overall, I like the draft class, and I'm going to give it a B plus. Yeah, I really like this draft class too. Jeff Okuda, they, they obviously, they need a lot. And I feel as though they could have traded back a few spots and still gotten Jeff Okuda. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I like the pick. Um, he was one of the best players available at that time. But I feel like, you know, they could have gone, like, offensive line or a, a defensive end or defensive tackle to help them out a bit more. And I feel like in the middle rounds, they could have gone for a quarterback because – I mean, they were the team that had David Blau playing for them, being their starting quarterback during the midseason. Yeah, no, that was that was definitely interesting. 
All right. Definitely a low point for the Detroit Lions. They have lots of low points. Yes. All right, so here we get to an interesting spot with the Green Bay Packers. Now, I'm just going to say, I think this might have been the worst draft. The worst draft, easily. First, let's start with Jordan Love going in the first round. He did not deserve to go in the first round. He had more interceptions and touchdowns last year in, I think, the the Mountain West Conference. It's not a good look. Um, I think at their second-round pick, A.J. Dillon, was a stretch. Um, yeah, no one's really jumping out at me other than that, so I'm going to give them a D-plus. Was abysmal, yeah, guys. Honestly, this draft was probably the worst this year. Jordan Love, first off, trading up to get him. All, all the teams that they passed, like the Baltimore Ravens and the Minnesota Vikings, weren't going to draft him in the first round. So they really didn't have to worry about another team swiping him up. And then in the second round, running back, they already have a running back. His name is Aaron Jones. They need a second wide receiver. They need a defensive tackle. They need interior offensive line. They need a, a middle linebacker. You can't be worrying about your second running back and your backup quarterback who won't even be able to play for four years unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt before you get a, a second wide receiver or in the NFC Championship game, you give up like 300 yards of rushing. You need some guys in the front seven who can shore up the box and stop the run before you get a backup QB and a backup running back. So this one, I'm giving an F. Yeah, Packers, this was a yikes. Yeah. This, was, this was the first yikes in alphabetical order. Yeah, okay, next up, hometown, Houston Texans. Um, okay. I think we have our second yikes. Um, I, so I like that we're drafting some more offensive linemen. I mean, that was still a need even last year. So, I think that's probably a plus. Um, other than that, really, I don't see anyone that's jumping out at me. I think we shouldn't have traded away our first-round pick. Mm. I think we traded too many picks away. Honestly, I like this draft, Ross Blacklock. I think he's a really good defensive tackle. And we got him as a steal for the 40th pick when most people were projecting him to go in the first round. Um, he's the really good defensive tackle. And then Charlie Heck, he's going to give him Heck as um, offensive lineman. And I think last year, really, at the end of the year, we just didn't have the depth. And our first round pick last year, Titus Howard, who had a really good year until he got hurt in like week 17, uh, he did really good. But I like that we got a, a guy who can play offensive guard and offensive tackle and can just add some more depth. And then I like John Reed, the Penn State corner. Um, he's got speed. He's got athleticism. And he's a pretty smart guy as well. Double major in computer science and, and electrical engineering. So I like the draft until the fifth round pick, Isaiah Colter. I just don't think that we need him. Um, we don't. We already have like four or five good wide receivers, and we also we traded up to get him. So I feel like we could have gotten just a bit more depth at some other positions. Okay, so next up are the Indianapolis Colts, who they traded their first round selection, 
though, had a lot of picks in the second and a lot of picks in the sixth. So what did you think of their draft? So I like them getting Jonathan Taylor. I think he is a great running back. I see him developing into the next Zeke running back, a big guy who can hit holes well, can bounce it outside if he needs, a very versatile running back. Most people will put point into question his hands. He did develop his hands over his last couple years at um, Wisconsin. I think he can be a good catching back and a good all-around back in today's NFL. Um, Julian Blackman in the third round, I like that pick. Jacob Eason, I think that's a questionable pick out of Washington. Um, I think he could give Jacoby Brissett a run for his money, or he can just be a flop, I think. That has... um, that could go either way. And in the sixth round, their last pick, Jordan Glasgow. Um, Michigan linebacker, he's one of the more versatile players on that team. I can see him transitioning over into a safety role. Um, all around, I think this is a good draft. So, yeah, I'll give it a B plus. Yeah, I'd agree with you. They drafted very well. Jonathan Taylor really improved his last year. At Wisconsin on his hands, you knew he could run very well, but his hands were kind of a question, his uh, underclassmen underclass years. And then Michael Pittman Jr., that was a pretty good pick in the second round. He could have easily been a first-round wide receiver. And then Jacob Eason, I think there's a lot of boomer bust potential with this pick. Obviously, he'll have some time to sit behind Phillip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett, who has a big contract, so they'll probably let him go. And uh, he he was pretty good in college, and he has a good arm, so he can help this team, but he also could flop. And you're not giving up too much with a fourth-round pick. So I'm going to give them an A-minus with this draft. And then up next, the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, how do you think their, their draft went, Jack? So, you know, I think this is actually a pretty good draft. A lot of quantity here. Couple in the first round, three in the fourth round, two in the fifth round, two in the sixth round, um, and then one pick in all the other rounds. I think there's a lot of players to look at here. I'm keying in on first round pick um, number 20, Clavon Chason out of LSU. He's a great edge rusher, good speed, very good rip move. Um, I think he could, you could see him pressuring quarterbacks in no time. Their second round pick, LaVisca Chenault Jr. He was um, definitely a great special teamer as well as have burner speed. Um, Two years ago, he was first in punt return plus kick return touchdowns in the FBS. Last year, he was second behind Jerry Judy. I really think that he could be a great downfield threat as well as a special teamer for them. Other than that, I like the draft. I think they covered their needs. Calling Johnson in the fifth round could be a bit of an injury risk. He's a wide receiver out of Texas. But if he doesn't get injured, he can perform great hands, big body, kind of an A.J. Green type of player. I overall think this is a great draft, and I'm willing to put it A tier, probably A+. plus. Yeah, I agree with you. Pretty good draft. Um, Slavon Chason, he's really good. Abisca Chanel Jr. in the second round, that's a great pick. He can add versatility on special teams and at wide receiver. And then I agree with you, Colin Johnson, you know, for a fifth-round pick, he's uh, he's obviously got some injury risk, got hurt a few times at Texas, but he's big and he's fast. And if he can stay on the field, he can – be a big upside for just a fifth round pick and up next the uh defending world champions kansas city chiefs how do you think they went with uh the number 32 pick i think they did excellent um their first pick clyde edwards alaire um he will give damian williams a run for his money might relegate um damian williams to a third down running back because He's a big power back, and he is just another weapon for this team. Um, Willie Gay Jr., great cornerback. Pretty sure he's a son of an NFLer, former NFLer. Um, did well covering their needs here. 
And then in the seventh round, Bo Pete Keys. Lil Bo Pete, all-name team consideration. And he's a good cornerback. I mean, I saw a couple of his games. He's plays well, plays good coverage. So I think that has a that's a good pick as well. Yeah, I didn't think this draft was that good. I thought Clyde Edwards a layer. I think they could have gotten more versatility out of Jonathan Taylor and kind of contributed more to the run game and then have Damian Williams as more of the pass catching back. And other than that, this draft, they did kind of just add some depth, but I don't see anyone who's going to really be like a standout player for them. So I'm going to give this one just a C plus for covering their needs. And up next, um, new to their city, the Las Vegas Raiders. How do, uh, how do you think they did? I think the Raiders actually did very well with their draft. I love their first two picks. Henry Ruggs the third. He would have been the number one guy at Alabama had Jerry Judy not been there. And Damon Arnett played lockdown coverage in the Big Ten throughout his four years at Ohio State. Also, I think they their other picks were very good as well, very solid covering their needs. A lot of wide receivers in this draft, which I think that's a good thing. Um, the Raiders, they have Derek Carr, who is – I put him in the mid-tier of quarterbacks. Um, they have Josh Jacobs, a great up-and-coming running back, but they really need some receivers on offense to round that out, and I think they got that in this draft. Yeah, I agree with you. Good draft. Henry Ruggs, he's uh, going to be great for John Gruden to utilize with that burner speed. And then getting some other depth at wide receiver and other positions, I think they could have gone a bit more for some O-linemen. They do kind of have an older offensive line with guys like Larry uh, Richie Incognito and Trent Brown. But other than that, I think this is a good draft, covered their base, got wide receiver, got a corner, and then got some depth at like safety and offensive guard. So I would give this draft a, a B. So next up, the, uh, the Chargers. Obviously, first round, they went with a quarterback. Uh, how do you think they did? So I think the Chargers did pretty well on Justin Herbert. I think he could pan out for them. However, I think they took him a little bit early. I don't think Justin Herbert should have been a sixth-round pick. I think they should have traded down a little bit, maybe got something in consideration for their pick and taken Justin Herbert around 10. Um, other than that, I like this draft. Um, I think um, K- K.J. Hill in the seventh round, that has a lot of upside for a seventh-round pick. Burner speed there. Good receivers. Um, Joshua Kelly, pretty good running back out of um, UCLA. I actually expected him to go in the third round but he didn't. They traded away their middle round picks, so um, it was a little boomer bust in the first round for them. But I think they did a good job. I'll give it a B plus. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I think Justin Herbert, I see him as being kind of likely for a bust. He's not very accurate, but he has a big arm. And I think that they could have gotten him later and if that – was the guy that they wanted, or they could have even waited for a quarterback next year. It's not like they're going to win right away. I like the Kenneth Murray pick late in the first round. That's, he's going to be a good inside linebacker for a while. And then just at the end of the draft, draft grabbing depth at running back, wide receiver, safety, I think is all pretty good. I'm going to give this one a, uh, a B- minus for where they took Justin Herbert. And so uh, next up, uh, didn't have a first-round pick, but the Los Angeles Rams, how do you think they did? You know, I think um, they took one look at this team's logo and decided, oof, you do not get a first-round pick. And oof is what I am saying for a good deal of this draft. No names are really jumping at me here. I think they did a decent job covering their needs. So I'm not going to put it in F category, but other than that, nothing's really jumping at me. I'm not a huge fan of this draft outside of third-round pick Terrell Lewis out of Alabama. Um, 
They took two Terrells, spelled the same way, in back-to-back rounds. That's the coolest thing about this draft. I'm not loving it. I'm giving it a D plus. Yeah, this draft, Cam Akers, he's just, like, for a running back, the top four running backs in this draft were so much higher than the rest. I think you could have gotten Cam Akers uh, instead of in the late second round. You could have probably gotten him in, like, the third or fourth round or at least a guy who's going to be pretty similar. He wasn't that great in college, and nor does he have, like, huge potential. So I don't really like that pick. I think they could have traded up to get one of the guys who is, uh, you know, one of the elite guys in this class. And then uh, for the rest, they just kind of got people who, you know, don't have a ton of upside, which kind of just makes this draft seem not very good. I don't think any of these guys are going to pan out and be stars or maybe one of them will be just a decent player. So I'm giving this a D. All right, up next, a team that was so bad they failed at tanking. The Dolphins. So, what did you think of the Dolphins draft? Yeah, so this draft, um, I really liked it getting Tua. They were kind of throwing a smoke screen, like, were they going to get him? Were they going to go for Herbert? But I like getting Tua. He just seems like the clear pick. Uh, He does have injury issues, but obviously they got Austin Jackson, the offensive lineman out of USC, to go with him. I think that's a great pick. And then um, a lot of these guys in this draft are uh, have a lot of upside. Guys like Malcolm Perry and Raekwon Davis, who, you know, um, Raekwon Davis, he's huge. If you can utilize him well, He'll be a good player. And then Malcolm Perry, he can be a gadget guy from Navy. He played quarterback there in the option. And I think he could be kind of like Taysom Hill, but a bit smaller. And um, I just really like their draft. So I'm going to give this one a uh, an A. Um, I agree with you here on the A. I like this draft. Um, I think all around, top to bottom, it is a good draft. I mean, there's nothing really here to touch on that you didn't hit. Malcolm Perry, great upside. Raekwon Davis, great upside. Tua, I think that was the right pick at number five. Um, The corner from Auburn, Noah Igbenoche, he is a very good corner, played lockdown in the SEC. Mom was an Olympian, I think like a biathlete or something. Um, but he is a great all-around corner, and I like that pick as well. I agree with you. This is an A class. On to the Vikings. Um, a team that really, I feel like their flaws, they got a little lucky in um, down in New Orleans, but I feel like their flaws really showed in the playoffs this year. Um, what do you think of their draft? Yeah, so they did have a lot of picks. Um, I think with the later rounds, you're going to have to see if any of these guys really do pan out. But um, early, I like the Justin Jefferson pick at number 22. I think he can be a good wide receiver in the league. Obviously, you saw in the playoffs, he just, in the college football playoffs, he just absolutely went off. And then um, Jeff Gladney, out of TCU, I think that's a very good uh, pick for a corner. I think he could be a solid number two corner. I don't think he's got you know the ability to be something special, but you never know. And then Ezra Cleveland, the offensive tackle from Boise State, um, obviously, as you saw in the playoffs, their O-line just could not handle the 49ers pass rush. And so I like the Ezra Cleveland pick just to get uh, another guy on that offensive line. But then late in the draft, really the only guy that I would highlight is Nate Stanley from Iowa. Um, I think it's good, you know, using a late seventh to maybe light a fire under Kirk Cousins. Um, And maybe you put him in on primetime games because, you know, Kirk Cousins can't win those. So I'm going to give this um, draft a, a B. I disagree with you on Nate Stanley. He was he was not good in college. Um or at least when playing good teams, he was not good. 
Um, if you watch his games against Ohio State, against Michigan, against Penn State, um, over the his last two years at Iowa, he was absolutely horrendous. Um, other than that, I do agree with you that's a good draft. Justin Jefferson was acquired with the pick used to with one of the picks used to trade for Stephon Diggs. And I think Justin Jefferson is going to be better than Stephon Diggs. So I like that pick. The sixth round, Josh Metalis, um, a safety listed here coming out of Michigan, actually ended up filling that. The Mich- Michigan calls it their Viper position. It's kind of a safety linebacker hybrid. Jabril, that's where Jabril Peppers pay, played. That's where Josh Metalis played. He is a heads-up player. Um, he has very good reaction times. The one reason probably why he was picked later is his, his flaw is awareness. He's not really good at reading. Is it a run or a pass? So sometimes you'll see him too far up or too far back. But if you can teach that, then he could have great upside in the sixth round. Yeah, so up next, um, the New England Patriots. Uh, I'm pretty sure they traded out of their first-round pick. Um, What did you think of their draft? So I think they did a good job of covering their needs. Um, I see a lot of linemen here and a lot of tight ends. So that's good. And, I mean, they were missing Gronk, of course, last year. Their line was is aging and people are they got guys leaving over there but y'all's best wide receiver was an old Muhammad Sanu and y'all didn't get another wide receiver so that's kind of got me a little puzzled I mean two tight ends get a wide receiver other than that and why use your first pick your second round pick number five on a safety from a little known, very little known college, Leonard Ryan, probably D two or D three. You don't know if he's going to be good. I disagree with that. Josh Uche is probably the first good pick there for me. Um, can play edge, rusher, can play inside, a linebacker out of Michigan. Um, I think they did a good job filling all of their needs, other than wide receiver which was a big one. So because of that, y'all get a C. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like wide receiver, they just um, they didn't go after it in a wide receiver heavy class where they really needed a wide receiver. And I think um, Dalton Keene from Virginia Tech, after you got Devin Asaisi um, from UCLA, who's a really good tight end and was one of the top tight ends in this class going with another one who was not well touted and then also going with like a place kicker in the fifth round instead of getting you know someone who can really help you out a bit more um and maybe getting a place kicker in like the supple in the uh undrafted free agents i don't think that was a great move and then kyle duggar um, I think this is a solid move. He did amazing at the combine, but obviously a D two player. So I honestly, I don't think he would have gone until at least the third round. So I think you could have traded back even more and gotten more guys to see if one of them would pan out. So I'm just going to give this class maybe a, a C. So then up next, uh, the new Orleans saints, um, not many picks. They only had four. How do you think they did? Well, I think they made those four picks count. Caesar Ruiz is a center who can also play guard out of Michigan. Great at pushing the pile. Zach Bond is a very, very good inside linebacker from Wisconsin who can play outside linebacker if you need him to. Heads up guy, great tackler. Um, Tommy Stevens, now he wasn't a bad quarterback. Um, and I like that now that Drew Brees is getting older. I think it's good to have someone, and you lost Teddy Bridgewater, so I think it's good to have someone who can come in. But Adam Trotman, I don't like taking the tight end from Dayton. I think you could have gone with someone who had proven himself a little bit more against some better competition. Yeah. Overall, I'm going to give him a B-. minus. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Cesar Ruiz, a good pick. But I kind of disagree with you on the Tommy Stevens pick. Um, it's kind of come out that they're looking to sign Jameis Winston. Um, and so I think if you know that, it's not like you're going to carry four quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Jameis, and Taysom Hill. So I feel like they could have gotten more depth like on the offensive line or DB where you can always use, you know, just an extra guy. And then tight end, I kind of agree with you, not a great pick going at tight end, the position that they already kind of have. Um, instead, maybe going for a D lineman. Their D line is kind of getting old. And then, but the Zach Bond pick from Wisconsin, I think that was a great pick. He's a really good linebacker. And I think he could be kind of a, he could blossom into a really good player. So then up next, the uh, the New York Giants had number four pick. Uh, how do you think they did? All right, so I think the Giants really had an interesting draft here. Um, a very defensive. All players, but their first and third round picks were defensive. Uh, um, yes, all defense. And then three linemen. So I think that's interesting. I mean, if I remember correctly, they didn't have a great wide receiving core last year. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Also, shout out Mr. Irrelevant, Tay Crowder. Um, You are the Mr. Irrelevant of the draft. I hope you blossom and become unirrelevant. Um, overall, though, not a great draft. I think they did not cover their needs well, although they did get some good players, in particular Xavier McKinney. So I'll give it a C plus. Yeah, I think this draft they kind of covered their needs. Um, they have the quarterback, they have tight end. Um, obviously, they needed an offensive lineman, especially a tackle. Nate Solder has just not been getting the job done for them. Andrew Thomas, though. Um, he seems to be like have the most upside, one of the strongest uh, O linemen. But I feel like they could have gone better with a Jedrick Wills, who's a better pass protector, or a Tristan Wirfs, who's more uh, all around. Uh, I think better and more pro ready. But then Xavier McKinney in the second round, I think that's a really good pick. Um, he was probably the best safety in this draft, and to get him in the second round, I think that's an absolute steal. And then just getting alignment uh, and some, I think they could have gone for some more D linemen uh, just to help them out. They got a lot of linebackers. Um, I think they got like at least four linebackers, which kind of just seems a bit overkill. I think they could have added more depth to the D line, but um, with a good pick, uh, number one and number two in the first and second round, um, I'm going to give them a B minus. So up next, uh, same stadium, the New York Jets. One, Jets, congratulations on taking a punter. Your services to the punting industry do not go overlooked. Other than that, I think this is a very middle-of-the-pack draft. Bryce Hall, great corner out of Virginia. Denzel Mims has good potential out in the second round. And big, good tackle, Makai Becton out of Louisville. Other than that, I don't like their other picks. Um, I think there are a lot of guys with low ceilings. So we'll give them a B. Yeah, I think this is kind of... Um, at the beginning, I really liked the draft of Mekhi Becton. Uh, he's kind of got a lot of boomer or bust potential. Um, he kind of had some size problems in college. But Denzel Mims, he's got a lot of big play potential. Um, and I think it's great to get him in the second round. And then Jabari Zuniga, he was one of the best defensive linemen uh, in the SEC last year. And I think he could um, turn into a really good player out of the third round. But then other than that, um, just kind of an okay draft from then on, from there on. So I'm going to give them just a B plus.
So on to the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, how do you think they did? Um, again, I think this was a good, or at least a solid draft up at the top. And then um, as you got near the end, I just it wasn't that great. Um, Jalen Rager, I think he was a solid pick at wide receiver. Obviously, they needed a lot of guys there. But I think Justin Jefferson would have been a much safer pick. So would then, Michael Pittman. Yeah. And then Jalen Hurts um, in the second round, I think he can be good. Obviously, um, Carson Wentz has been injured for pretty much like every year. Um, so I think he can be a good backup. And then um, other than that, um, not really anyone who stands out to me. But they do have Prince Tego Wanogo, um, definitely going to be on the all-name list. Uh, tackle out of Auburn. I think, you know, he has a cool name, so maybe he'll get some playing time like DeBrickshaw Ferguson did with the New York Jets. However, DeBrickshaw Ferguson was an all-around great player, so. Yeah, yeah. That does matter a little bit in the NFL. yeah. All right, so I'm going to agree with you uh, on that. On to the Steelers. Yeah, so Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I didn't really like their draft. No one really stood out to me. Chase Claypool, um, a wide receiver. That's who they got with their first pick. It was in the middle of the second round. Um, you know, he's a solid player. But um, I don't think he's really going to turn into anything special. He could maybe be, you know, out of the slot, number three wide receiver. Um, because Juju Smith-Schuster kind of had some injury, some nagging injuries last year. But then other than that, they um, I think they could have gone for a bit more on the O-line. Um, yeah, their O-line is kind of aging. But they didn't really get anyone who's, you know, super good um, or has a lot of upside. So I'm just going to give them uh, a C. Um, I got to agree with you. I do not like this draft at all. Um, C minus. No one good. No one standing out. Okay, so next, the, um, the Seattle Seahawks. They had uh, a lot of draft picks. Uh, how do you think their draft went? So, yeah, again, a lot of quantity here. Um, I think it was a good draft for them. Um, I think they picked up some good players. Damian Lewis will really help bolster that O-line. Um, DJ Dallas, all name team considerations. Yeah, I really like how his name is spelled out D E E J A Y. I think that that just is like the cherry on top um, for the name. Um, you know, he'll probably get some snaps in at running back, um, just moving around. But I think they could have. Obviously, they got Damian Lewis in the third, who was really good at uh, LSU. But I think they could have gone with maybe an O-lineman earlier, like in the first round. It just seems like they need that a bit more to help protect Russell Wilson than an outside linebacker. But uh, other than that, I think this was a decent draft. Uh, I'm just going to give it a B-. minus. So I think a lot of the guys here um, are going to be solid but not great, so I'll give it a B. Yeah. Okay. So next up, uh, so close to winning the Super Bowl, um, the San Francisco 49ers. How did you think their draft went? So, um, I they did not have a lot of picks. Um, I like Javon Kinlaw. I think he can be big, large, and in charge and help um, help Bosa out over there. That is just making a already very scary monster a lot scarier. Um, Colton McKivitz, big tackle. 
And then Jawan Jennings, tall frame, good routes, great hands in the seventh round. That's a steal. Um, yeah, I like. I think this is a decent draft, so I'll give it a B plus. Yeah, I agree with you. Jawan Jennings out of Tennessee. He's got great speed and size, which um, if he learns a bit more um, about the position, obviously he didn't play there. He switched positions in college from quarterback. So I think he has a big boom potential if he um, if he just kind of learns the position more and gets finely tuned at wide receiver. And then Javon Kinlaw, um, he can be a big dude in that defense, uh, stuff the middle, and help out uh, that amazing front seven. And then Brandon Ayuk, I think he's a pretty good wide receiver out of Arizona State. Arizona State, obviously, they lost Emmanuel Sanders in free agency, and I think that could really help them out. So up next, obviously, Tampa Bay. So the Bucks, I think – I think they had a good draft. Um, I like Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. He's a good safety. Breaks on the ball very well. Um, he is, I think, like, here's a total nerd stat for you. He was the only player in the last two years to have to win games on an interception in back-to-back years. So in college football overtime, he made the pick that kind of ended the that ended the other team's drive in back-to-back years, and he was the only player to do it. Other than that, though, he breaks on the ball very well. Good tackler. I like that pick. I do think they filled their needs. B. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Filled their needs. They got an O-lineman, Tristan Wirfs, to protect Tom Brady's blind side. Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, he looks, he plays a lot like his father, Antoine Winfield, uh, did for the Bills. Uh, he's good at breaking on the ball, very instinctive player. And then Keyshawn Vaughn watched a lot of him out of Vanderbilt. He's a tough runner between the tackles, uh, more of a one cut guy, but he can also catch out of the backfield. I think that's a great pick. Obviously, the Buccaneers don't have. Uh, great running backs, and so he could start right away and then just getting some depth at wide receiver with Tyler Johnson and uh, getting some more defensive players like Khalil Davis. I think all around this was a good draft. I'm going to give it an A-. minus. So then uh, up next, the Tennessee Titans, um, you know, kind of fell flat in the AFC Championship game. How did you think they did? So – I I think this is a very interesting draft. Um, Kristen Fulton, very good lockdown corner. Isaiah Wilson, very good tackle. Other than that, not a huge fan. Um, I think it was interesting that they took quarterback. Um, they took Cole McDonald. Had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the seventh round out of Hawaii, not a huge fan of that pick. Um, yeah, I just don't think I'm a huge fan of this draft overall. I actually, I am a fan of this draft. Isaiah Wilson, um, you know, late round, late first round, offensive lineman. They lost. I think it was Jack Conklin. To free agency, so I think he can do a pretty good job replacing him. And then Kristen Fulton, he doesn't make like big plays, but he covers really well. And then um, Cole McDonald from Hawaii, uh, I think he's got big upside. He's got a big arm. He's fast, like he he ran faster than Jalen Hurts did at the combine. Um, and on like. He doesn't have great accuracy, like, down the field, but I think if he works on that, he could become, like, a really good player or at least, like, a gadget player with that speed that he has and the the big arm. So uh, I, like, I like this draft. It wasn't, you know, the greatest of all time, 
but I'm going to give it a, a B plus. So on to uh, our last team, the Washington Redskins. Obviously picked Chase Young with the number two overall pick. Uh, how do you think they did? Well, I think football's hellhole just got a little bit better. I like this draft a lot. Um, Chase Young is going to be a player that can have immediate impact. Um, I No surprise there. I like that pick. Um, I think Kalik Hudson, linebacker out of Michigan, fast player, hard hitter. Um, Sadiq Charles, big physical tackle out of LSU. He's a guy who can go in year one and start making an impact. The one issue I have with this draft is they took Antonio, um, yeah. Gandy Golden. Yeah, Antonio Gandy Golden out of Liberty. So I th- he did decent at the Combine, but I think it's interesting. I always, I'm never a fan of taking players from lesser-known colleges because, in my opinion, they really haven't proven themselves against great um, other talent. Um, but other than that, I think this is a very good draft. I think Washington, Washington has been known for never being good. I think that might change. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I like the Shadiq Charles pick. Chase Young, obviously, one of the best defensive ends we've seen in a while. Um, I think he's going to be a great player. Um, And then drafting two wide receivers, uh, I think they did need another guy to go on the other side of Terry McLaurin, who had a really good season. But I think they could have used that pick on an O-lineman, obviously. Um, You know, Dwayne Haskins is not very mobile. And so I think they could have just – they could have gone with an O-lineman to help uh, help him out. Obviously, they traded Trent Williams, who they've kind of been in a feud with for a while. But other than that, they got some depth at key positions. They got guys with good upside. So I like this draft. I'm going to give it a B plus. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Jack and JW's Breakdown. Um, We will be back to you with a breakdown of whatever comes up next. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the overall Crunch Time podcast um, over quarantine, social distance. Stay safe. We'll see you next time.